time for the 360 round. We are talking all about streaming and we'll hear from Disney this week as well, which obviously has been making news seems like every single day. Joining me right now, Tim Nolan's with us, senior U.S. media tech analyst at Macquarie. Thank you so much for being with us. So as I look through some of your notes, I see everything from buy, um, neutral, underperform. So it's not like you just love the group in a blanket fashion. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, well, I think you do have to be selective looking at these companies. I mean, you know, Netflix has no legacy media business, which all of its peers, if you consider Disney, Warner Brothers, Paramount, et cetera, to be its peers in the streaming space, you know, they all have these legacy businesses that they're trying to transform away from. And yet they're still very large operations, you know, the linear TV business for, for those companies. So, you know, I would argue that Disney has had the most success um, in transitioning to a direct to consumer future, present and future. Warner Brothers Discovery maybe had a had a uh, if you consider it a later start, given that the company only merged, you know, Warner Brothers with Discovery last year. They've been working hard, and they've got, um, I think, uh, quite a quite a good ways to go in front of them in, in a positive sense. And then Paramount has been at this for some time, um, but they've just been really struggling with their core legacy business, uh, especially on the advertising side. Um, they had a they had a very bad uh, Q1 report. They cut their dividend. They're short on cash. So, you know, we are we are negative on Paramount uh, still. Uh, we're positive on Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, largely given the upside to uh, to uh, to the DDC business and. Uh, given the relative valuation there, and uh, we're we're outperform on neutral. Uh, sorry, outperform on Disney, and we're neutral on Netflix. Yeah, understood, understood. And, and with the Warner Brothers Discovery, I mean, this is a recent outperform for you. Lower debt levels over time um, should attract equity investors. As you talk about profitability for Warner Brothers, um, Ken Leon, CFRA. Welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts on these streamers. Yeah, so I think it's right that the, this group doesn't trade where all boats rise or fall. And we've seen into this year a major shift from just blind capital spend for subscriber growth to really understanding how you can run the business efficiently and drive for profitability. Uh, each of the companies mentioned are really different or different business cases. Um, we go from the range of a strong buy on Netflix. We have a turnaround buy on Disney. Um, we last Friday upgraded Warner Brothers Discovery um, as a buy from hold, uh, particularly because it has a great delta of improvement. And uh, in the case of Paramount, um, we certainly enjoyed uh, with our sell recommendation, the 28% decline in the stock, but yet even looking at valuation of total enterprise value to EBITDA, Paramount still trades at a premium uh, to both Warner Brothers Discovery uh, and Disney. Just quickly, because you you know the one thing you're definitely both different on is the Netflix story, Tim. You have a neutral, and and Ken, you have a strong buy. What drives your thoughts, um, Ken, quickly on Netflix? Why strong buy? Where is this headed, and why? Best in class management, uh, 100% organic growth, um, able you know with platforms and scale uh, that are not months but years ahead of the competition, and the ability to drive new revenue streams 
whether they be advertising or ad pay. Uh, and we don't see cannibalization in a big way uh, as friends and family have to start paying 2 or $3 a month and they were getting it for free before. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, Tim, feel free to have any sort of rebuttal on there, but I want to hear more about Disney ahead of, um, you know, what we're going to get this week. What should we be watching for, Tim? Sure. No, actually, I don't really disagree on, on uh, the positive view on Netflix. Um, uh, we're neutral because we had been underperform as the stock was falling for quite a while. We upgraded it when it began to rebound uh, many months ago. We just haven't pulled the trigger on and outperform. Um, but I agree with those with those positive sentiments on the company. Um, on Disney, so Disney will be reporting on Wednesday after the close. You know, we've had. I'd say the things to look out for would be uh, people are always looking for the subscriber number for the direct-to-consumer services, particularly Disney+. Plus. We're not anticipating a whole lot of net ads, although with things like, you know, season three of The Mandalorian dropping on March 1st, you could get some positive um, subscriber momentum, at least in the U.S. We're, we'd love to see some detail on the advertising tier at Disney. Uh, Netflix and Disney both coming out with ad tiers. We think they're very important for the revenue uh, and earnings growth stories uh, of both Netflix and, and for Disney over time. Um, and then, um, you know, we're still unclear what the state of the ad market really is. It looks like Q, you know, the, the March quarter um, and the beginning of the June quarter for peers um, was maybe a little bit better than fears had been starting off the year. Um, but still, recessionary fears in front of us, um, you know, lots of things still to worry about. I can't get too confident yet in the ad market. So given the importance of advertising both to linear uh, Disney's linear business and in the future to the streaming business, we'll be very much listening out for comments on, on strength or weakness there. Okay, Tim Nolan, Macquarie Group, Ken Leon, CFRA, thank you both.